this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Good evening, After Buzzers. We are here at the After Buzz TV studios discussing everything American Horror Story Season 4. I'm your host for the evening, David Scapulitti, joined by my beautiful and talented co-host, Sarah Huggins. Hello. Julian Lerf. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> and Pega Rad. So, we were supposed to be live on YouTube tonight, and we are not, so I'm going to tell you why we're not. Because of technical Fine. difficulties. <laughs> it's not that exciting, but I just wanted to let you guys know what happened here at the After Buzz TV Studios. Yeah, so. and hopefully in the new year, we'll be able to uh, have that for you guys. Yeah, so Sounded look fun. out for that, and it will happen eventually. We're here tonight talking episode 10, titled Orphans. Ooh. Talk to me. <laughs> you guys, just I have a lot say to it. Say. Go ahead, Sarah. I think, okay, I just want to start out by saying... I. I thought the story was very sweet that they told tonight. Do I feel like it was relevant to anything that happened before or will happen since? No. Okay. I think it was a very unnecessary episode. All right. I feel like it was only put in so that they could kind of show off the tie that they kept, like Ryan Murphy kept teasing Mm -hmm. about the seasons being tied together. So Um, do you feel that... Without this episode, let's say this episode did not happen, mm-hmm. Sarah. 
um, you wouldn't have missed out on any of the stuff that we saw tonight? Absolutely. Don't care at all. See, I I have to disagree. This wasn't my favorite episode, but they did tell us things that we do need to know moving forward. Yes. Um, You know, obviously the whole exchange between Maggie and Desiree Mm -hmm. and finding out. I'm not talking. Okay. I I want to clarify. I'm not talking about the episode as a whole because I do agree with that and I do think that there was some points of it that yes. But you just thought for the main part. Overall, the main part was the whole Pepper storyline mm-hmm. and I did not think that needed to be told. Pega. That I will clarify. Um, I liked having a break. I love Dandy, don't get me wrong. He is my favorite, but I love the break. Yeah, I loved just stepping back from him for a little bit because it just seems so redundant after a while. Like, okay, he's killing. Okay, he's on a rampage. Okay, like, I like the break. It was okay. kind of like start over, refresh a little bit, and then a lot of planting seeds. Woo, almost Mm -hmm. planting seeds for the next episodes coming up. Right. But, you know, overall for a winter finale, it was a bit of a downer. I feel like it had a lot of heart. It did have a lot of heart. Um, And I want to talk about all that. Yeah. um, I mean, we could just talk about it right off the bat, because I think that's the most exciting part of the episode. It was the most exciting part of the episode. You know, finding out like all of Pepper's backstory. First of all, Naomi Grossman as an actress, like killed it. She yeah. saved she I saved she the episode amazing. for me she because yeah. other than Pepper, everything else as as we said was was pretty. It was it was fine. But finding out Pepper's backstory, I loved it, and mm-hmm. I thought that although maybe not necessary, I am glad that we found out. And as we know. This will not be the only connection to past seasons. It's mm-hmm. just the first one. Right. So as a first connection to a past season, I thought it was done very sweetly. And we found out not only about Pepper, but about the people connected to Pepper, including Elsa. Sister what did Mary you guys Guinness. what did you guys think of Elsa's connection to her? Because I didn't think it ran that deep. I didn't either. And no. I'm gonna tell you this. So we start off um the episode and and Elsa is sort of narrating the entirety of Pepper's story. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Because as we know, Pepper does... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Doesn't have speech. Right. Um, and Salty has just died and Pepper's upset. And, you know, we saw this connection between Elsa and Montpetit that we knew and it was in our faces that Elsa loved Montpetit and that was her Who baby. I mean, she is mm. adorbs. Um, so cute. And... We never really saw that connection with Pepper, but mm. from what we found out tonight, she felt for Pepper even more. Here's my beef with it. Uh-huh. I felt like that you part was really wench. no, 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 no. I really liked it. I, I don't want to get beaten up in the I comments, know, know, but I'm just saying that. If we had any sort of tease to that relationship being there before, but I feel like she was irrelevant this entire time, and then all of a sudden, no, she's really a big deal, you guys. It was kind of like, eh. You feel like it was a cop-out? Yeah. I just felt like they all of a sudden like needed to make it seem like she was a bigger deal than she was so that they could show the connection, like I said. So they made up that whole thing on the fly, and I just don't. I I felt like I I noticed that. Well, here's where I got confused, and I don't know if you guys remember this, but I thought 
I remember earlier on in this season that Salty and Pepper were brother and sister. I feel like someone said that they were both found in the orphanage clutching each other. Me too. I kind of remember that comment. And that they were brother and sister. See, I didn't remember that. I remembered Pepper's backstory from, like, I remember hearing... The, the flashback to season two where they were talking about how she killed a baby and uh-huh. all of that stuff and mm-hmm. she was solo by herself. Right. I never put two and two together but also I never realized that they were lovers. I just thought that they were... I never realized that yeah. they were lovers either and yeah. I feel like that was such a beautiful moment when they showed us them getting married that and was how sweet. Pepper longed for a family and Mon Petit was sort of brought in to be the child and Elsa was just the godmother which was beautiful what okay here's my issue see I'm not (laughs) was it the Dr. Pepper no no (laughs) because that was that was David's favorite part so effed up but I love me some Dr. (laughs) Pepper okay so with Elsa like we see her caring so much about some of these freaks Mm -hmm. and then not caring at all and being kind of heartless with the other ones and pretending like okay for example Pepper mm-hmm. loved her, you know, cared for her as like a daughter. Yes. Ma Petit loved her. But then the twins loved her or not. I mean But she, they're a threat to her. Yeah, they're a threat one to the other. Okay. Aren't. What about Ethel? Like not a threat to her. Not, not a, threat, a threat, but she but did still, love Ethel. Yeah. I mean in the end she did, you know, it was sort of like fight or flight and she took her own. Yeah, so it's like I don't Sorry, trust Elsa like you know, she's always saying, like, she loves these freaks, but then... And she did really... say it in this episode that she she mothered Pepper. these people. No, all of oh, them all in of general. Them. Okay. She said that mm-hmm. she she tried to be the best mother that she could. And, you know, she is only human. So, you know, mothers make mistakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I did like also hearing the story of her sort of come up and... and how she found most of her people yeah. and, and sort of the shift in the world and, and how she decided that she was going to be a part of a freak show because mm-hmm. we found out she was just a part of a circus yeah. and that right. really wasn't working for her. Um, and, and I, I did appreciate, you know, unpeeling another layer of Elsa's onion because I feel like there's still so much we don't know about her. Yeah. And um, we're almost done. I feel like as far though as the story is concerned, Everything that happened with Maggie and Desiree and Stanley, that was very relevant. The All the Pepper stuff, except for maybe the like slight glimpse at the very end of something else, it did not move forward the story whatsoever. Like, I I was just kind of like, okay, like, what is the point of Do this? we think that Pepper is done now? Yes. Well, she would have Absolutely. to be done for this season. I mean, there's no reason for for, to bring her back at this point because Elsa did drop her off at her sister's and then we did jump forward in time. I mean, that was a a huge aspect of this episode tonight was jumping back in time, jumping forward in time, being in the present, but the present sort of a flashback in the future. I mean, it was a little... Yeah, it was all over the place. Yeah. All over the place and confusing. But, you know, I I loved Pepper's story and I feel like it's one of the the not so central characters that we've gotten because of one episode gotten to know so much about her mm-hmm. in this one episode and it, that's never been done before mm-hmm. yeah. in another character's or another season's backstory of a secondary character and and i also feel like uh, i would a- just maybe disagree with you about that i'm not i i wouldn't say that's fact i would okay i all right i have to would think. you say twisty 
We learned a lot about his backstory. I was going to say, there have... has been a lot of characters, I feel like, where they have singled them out. They for... have singled them out, but they've never gone so far into depth. I mean, I guess because they are... This character is a bridge between two different seasons. Well, I was going to say, I thought it was rather surprising how much time they spent on her this episode because mm-hmm. we know so much about her from season two. Right. I just figured that they were going to make the connection to Sister Mary Eunice much faster and I. maybe not focus about the connection that her and Elsa shared because I do think in the grand scheme of things that isn't going to matter. What matters is that Elsa dropped her off at her sister's house and every all of the falling action from that moment on is sort of what made Pepper who she is today or who she was then in the asylum. Right. So, But if you think about it as a whole, um, every character is sort of seeking out a family, which is mm-hmm. why I sort of thought that tonight's episode titled Orphans was mm-hmm. very appropriate because everyone's looking for a family. And this is sort of Pepper's journey through her family. So she was in the orphanage where Elsa found her and I thought it was hilarious that because she was 18 they just let them walk out together. Because she can't be adopted. You're 18, (laughs) you're out of the system. Um, And then so she has her family in the freak show and she gets salty as a husband and Montpetit is her baby and then she moves to her real family which is her sister and I guess her brother-in-law and then they have a child baby Lucas which mm-hmm. though you have to admit and this kind of goes back to what you were saying Pega like when Elsa drops her off with the sister she can tell that is not going to be a good situation the sister said like my husband is not going to like this like this is really bad and Elsa was just like, yeah, well, she's yours to take care of yeah. now. Sorry, sister. Like, I mean, and well, so. Elsa was upset about leaving her there. Okay. But, but she knew. She but she knew. I she mean, knew. but you know. Yeah. Elsa, again, is looking out for herself. But then, uh, fa- again, with the family thing. So after she goes, she leaves her sister and her brother-in-law's um, house and goes to the asylum. She sort of finds a family in Sister Mary Eunice and mm-hmm. the people at the asylum. Right. So. It sort of is relevant to the story that we're telling, whether or not it's relevant if we want to see it or not. Is a I whole think other that story. the the most disappointing thing is we have two weeks of a break now before right. the show yeah. comes back. I was expecting something explosive. I was expecting something that I could talk with my friends about tomorrow. Right. And uh, there's like, really nothing to talk no. about. Yeah. I mean, the NPHTs, no. which we yeah. get into later. I, I want to talk about Neil Patrick Harris. That's about it. Right, I'm like, right. okay. I mean, I don't know if everyone else felt that way, but I just was expect not that I was expecting death, but I was expecting something like uh, bigger, like maybe yeah. Stanley finding out that. Uh, as Mar- Maggie told Desiree, like right. I would have loved to see some of that, and just nothing. Or if they ended it on the note where they found out that the lobster claws are chopped off, yeah, and, like, right. She that would have been fine. Cue credits, boom. Like yeah, that and she thinks he died. Better. That would have yeah. been a good ending. But you know, yeah. I feel like it's it's par for the course with this season. I mean, I've I've said it before. I don't know if to you guys. I don't know if I've said it on air before, but I feel like this season is sort of lacking, and I find myself from week to week not remembering what happened in the previous episode so yeah. it's not a lo- not a lot of things are sticking in my brain well because there is so much like there I was thinking so about it because we talked a lot about it yeah I, yeah. I believe we like, talked about air. it online um, like with last season and you know I hate to like you know compare it but you have to um, that was such a simple story who is the supreme and like that was what was running the whole time. This one, if you asked me to give you a line, log line, couldn't do it. 
Can't yeah, tell you what absolutely. the main story of this is. I thought it was the clowns, not the clowns. Uh, yeah. You know, it's is it now Dandy the serial killer? I don't know. Like, I mean, is it Elsa making it big? I don't know. Maybe if it was one murderer right. throughout the entire season, right. like it was with with season two. Right. Um, yeah, that's or, true. Yeah, like maybe we could enjoy it more, follow it better, but it just seems like they're being very liberal with just killing off people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At this point now, I feel like there, like there's going to be nobody left at the end. Who's going to be left? Obviously, Elsa, Elsa. is going Theo to be left. Theo Huxtable. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's the only one left. Yeah. Oh, my God. You go Surprise. Last, I was Surprise. watching the episode. At, I was watching last week's episode at, um, at home during lunch today, and I was like, oh! <laughs> Desi, you dirty, dirty girl. Desiree <laughs> has a bow. I know. And it's Theo Huxtable. And you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know his character name. And Angus. I don't know his Angus. real name. I wrote Angus. it down so oh, right. I wouldn't Thank call you. him Theo Um What's his? What's the actor's name? Uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner. There we go. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so he's her lover. I think he's just infatuated with her. He saw her flopping them toddies around yeah. on stage. <laughs> I'm just was... like, at this point, this late in the game, you're on episode nine, you only have 13 episodes. Why are we introducing new characters? Right. We have too many. It, we have too many already, and I know that we've killed off a lot of people, and I know now Pepper's gone. It's just like... Oh, no. This is episode 10. We only have three more episodes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. We only have three left, yeah. and oh we God. don't need to get to know another no. new person. Yeah. Okay. Desiree doesn't have to have another lover. Well, I don't care. Because they haven't really wrapped up. I mean, like, even <clears throat> in this episode, she, with, what's his name, Del, was just like, yeah, okay, we're over. And it's like, really? Like, I don't know. There was, like, a lot that was there at the beginning. I thought that was going to be, like, one of the central storylines. So did with, I. Like, Del and Jimmy and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of like, well, Jimmy's in jail, so whatever. We don't care about those people anymore. And it's like, ah! Like, I just don't know where my heart is supposed to go. <laughs> Please Although, tell me. I do have to say, Desiree had some pretty fantastic one-liners oh. this episode. Oh, yeah. Amazing. So good. Amazing. Clean all of that shit up. <laughs> 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 Best line so ever. Yeah. Are you done? <laughs> now clean all of this shit up. And she looked all sweet at the beginning. Yeah. She was like, all reading her the Velveteen her Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and while, we're, while we're talking about lines in episodes, mm-hmm. I felt like when Maggie said, Go to hell, triple tits. Mm-hmm. That was this season. Yeah. Surprise, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. Or oh, yeah. crotchless panties for Oh, yeah. Crotchless panties. That was a good one. I mean, okay, so who do we consider as a villain right now? Because we're saying all these characters are being introduced for no reason. Stanley. Stanley's the villain. Dandy. Stanley and Dandy. Stanley and are, Dandy. But who's the main villain is the question of the day. I feel and like Stanley is a bigger threat than Dandy. Mm. Oh. To some people, to certain I would say people. Stanley to the whole freak show yes. as a whole, but then Dandy maybe to Jimmy or right. to the world. To the world. <laughs> to because well, he's kind of like life. unleashed, yeah, and you never know like what you're gonna get out of right. him. Yeah. So it's like are they introducing these new characters to expose new threats? Or, I mean, I guess But we'll you'd see. have to think about, like, why expose a new threat in episode 9? Well, I they're mean, about to expose a new threat in episode I, 10, or episode 11, because... I know, which we will get to. Yeah. But it's, like, making me angry. Yeah. Okay? And you know <laughs> yeah. who else is angry? Who? Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> Maggie is... She's a woman scorned. She is a woman scorned. Hans. Yeah. <laughs> She could not get enough of those lobster hands. She couldn't. She is in love. And, you know, she's sort of dealing with, I guess, guess the death of her love the same way that Jimmy dealt with death by drinking. Yeah, that's true. Right? But he still loves her. Did we figure out, is Jimmy in love with 
Maggie or with Ima Wiggles? No, he's oh, no. Maggie. It's he definitely is, no. Maggie, yeah. Maggie, not Ima Wiggles. Yeah. Okay. He had some beer goggles on. Yeah. You know? Whiskey I mean, the goggles. way whiskey goggles. eating her that pudding was Ew. like... Uh, oh, God. <laughs> which, by the way, hey, Ima, where are you? No yeah. one found. No. No word I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the thing with this season is that they'll introduce a new character, they'll be around for a couple episodes, and then they'll disappear. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I get it, but I was right about Cabaret Sidibe. She was, she bit the dust. Yeah, she was really dead. quickly. And it was pointless. But, so, you know, so Maggie is, is angry. She's ready to take out her anger on the world. And she's drinking. She's drinking, and Theo and Desiree come to her to get a reading. That's his name. We have to do it. We have to do it. Um, so he comes to, to get a reading, and she sort of, I guess, pulls the wool off of their eyes. <laughs> and yeah. is like, look. And because- enlightens them, I guess, and is like, everything's a crock of shit, and it's all going to fall <laughs> to hell in a handbasket. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is what we all want to hear when we're first falling in love, right? Yeah. You know. I know I do. <laughs> a little dose of reality. A little dose yeah. of reality <laughs> never hurt anybody. She's doing something that us girls like to call projection. Mm. She's projecting herself on someone else. Well, Desiree calls her out on that. <laughs> Good. Good for you yeah. catching yeah. in on that. Um, Desiree calls her out on it, and Maggie's sort of like, I'm not a fortune teller. I'm not a <laughs> long mean, grift a- with Stanley. I was surprised though That's how my, candid she got right drunk. off the bat. I, you know, I think it has to do with the trust thing. Like, yeah. I think finally, after being with the freaks for a prolonged amount of time, I think she trusts them, and and she feels like they are more family than Stanley is because mm-hmm. I think she fears Stanley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you don't do you know what he's going to do. Yeah, I don't know that she necessarily fears him, but we got her backstory as well tonight. And I feel like she has a sense of loyalty to him for taking her off the streets and giving right. her a home and mm-hmm. feeding her and keeping her Paying dry her and more, yeah. clothing right. her and giving her money. You know, I mean, for a street rat. <laughs> I had an Aladdin moment in my head. I'm sorry. I was thinking more newsies. Me too. Mm. Santa Fe. Yeah. I had a, I yeah, had a Aladdin moment. Okay. It's okay. The opening number. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm singing, I'm singing the I'm whole singing song in my head. In my head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it, those things, you know, they're hard to come by. And if someone's mm-hmm. going to take you under their wing and show you, you know, the long con. You must be loyal. You have to and be loyal. And it's gotten a little bit out of control. It has gotten a little bit out of control. Yeah, but, I mean, now that she's in love and it's like, what's Stanley going to do to my love? You know, it's. Well, I think it's gotten out of control on his end because he knows her hesitation in all of this. I mean, mm-hmm. she was supposed to kill Mon Petit and she yeah. just couldn't do it. Right. But instead of hurting her, he decided to go to someone else to do the job. So I don't even know where they stand at this point. I feel like they're both so on edge. I'm concerned about what she's going to do. Well, how do you think his Stanley's what Stanley's feelings are towards Maggie. I mean, how does he look at her? Like just, a pawn. Yeah. Yeah. Like just a pawn? Like, yeah. Also, we have a cute seen... little face. Mm-hmm. She's pretty. She can kind of get in and she get has close to do what he with says. the freaks. Yeah. Okay, yes. I, I see all that, but I sort of feel like Stanley looks at her like a daughter. Uh, I don't see that. You don't? He's too heartless for yeah, that. Yeah, I don't see that either. Zero heart. Mm-hmm. The only reason he took her in was... To use her, to, to, use her, to get yeah. money, to he's never work been together. like very fathery towards her. Mm-hmm. I don't think. If anything, she's mm-hmm. been looking out for him. I remember yeah. that one scene 
where she found his like gay porn she was like you need to put this away like this is not okay if people find out you know so i feel like she's she's looking out for him and and she's also being like the like showing him that these things are wrong you know these are people she's trying to talk him out of these things right and all he's seeing are dollar signs yeah Hmm. so i feel like he knows that she's gone rogue yeah. He just doesn't know how to handle her yet because he's too concerned about working with Elsa right now. So and he are doesn't you... see her as a threat, I don't think. Yeah. No, I don't think he sees her as a threat. So do right. you think that at the first chance that he gets, he's going to ditch her? I just don't know if she's really part of his equation. I feel like... Anymore or in general? I th- anymore. Do we know yeah. if uh, she was given any money for any of this stuff that he's brought in? We don't. No. It's not, not something that's been discussed. I mean, the first thing that we find out is how much he got from Mon Petit's body, yeah. which was yeah. $3,000, which was shocking to me. It's like, yeah. what has she actually done to earn well, any money? I guess she gets... She well, said... she got him in She gets ten, 10 cents on the dollar. Right. So, I mean, I guess we can sort of figure out the math for ourselves. Yeah, but I don't know if she's actually accepting the money. Right. We don't. We have because no idea. Because she's never, you know, there's never been a shot of her just like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Making it rain? Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, there were, you know, Mon Petit, um, Salty, Salty, and now Jimmy's hands. Well... And she didn't know about Jimmy's hands. And she didn't know about Salty's head. Yeah. Right. I feel like as soon as she couldn't, um, like, give them a petite, he was over her. He's like, I'm just going to take matters into my own hands. So maybe she's not part of his equation anymore. And maybe she's just sort of, he's let her go. And, like, as soon as he's done with his job, he's going to move on with his life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he knows he's, like, secure in the fact that he knows she's not going to, like, give him up. Or, well, so he thought. You know? So he's Mm -hmm. not, like over you know like because that would be the only reason I feel like he would still want to like deal with her is because if he was afraid of his secret coming out but he's obviously his gay secret no No, his his like killing the freak secret yeah but you know not to mention like I I think the thing that we need to keep in mind is when Maggie was talking to Desiree she left a really important part out of the story which Mm -hmm. was I have something to do with this too right I was helping him but she said I'm not a fortune teller well yeah like I well she said she's a con artist and she's been picking pockets and then when she brought Desiree to the thing she's like I need you to see this just so you have visual proof but she to me has left out the part where she went to the freak show to specifically kill freaks and never to pick pockets. Well, I feel like showing Desiree the Museum of Oddities and where the where Mon Petit is now and where Salty's head is and I guess where Jimmy's hands were, which she was surprised about, mm-hmm. um, is sort of admitting because she's already said that she's in cahoots with mm-hmm. Stanley that she had a part this is the in this. Picture. But she is also saying, she did also tell Desiree that she wants the real villain to be exposed. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and she believes that's him. And she believes that that is Stanley. Because can you yeah. imagine if she tried to explain that? Like, it's so much better. How do show. you explain that? Yeah. It is so much better to show, <laughs> show somebody. Enough. Right? Show enough. All your <laughs> friends are in jars. Yeah. <laughs> like Oriana likes to say, yeah. show us. Don't tell us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're in uh, Oriana is in New Zealand right now. Ooh. On her honeymoon. Yeah. Whatever, you stupid kiwi. Oh, love. <laughs> Just kidding. I love people from New Zealand. I'm just jealous. <laughs> oh, man. So what else, but, You know, that was a really good moment for me when when the museum director is sort of like, and this is our newest acquisition. And, yeah. and Desiree's sort of like <laughs> stroking the jar where Salty's head is in. And, and well, uh, okay. While we're talking about the jars, just, mm-hmm. just I know this is 
has to do with predictions, but I feel like we're predicting this entire episode. Yeah. Do we think that Jimmy is alive or dead? Alive. alive. Jimmy's alive. Wait. So how did he cut his hands in a jail cell? <laughs> Oh. Through the bars, but then what happened? He's bleeding on the other side. He would bleed out if both of his hands were chopped off. Tourniquet first. Tourniquet. <laughs> You've like thought it. about I'm this. Sure yeah. Psycho. <laughs> I'm sitting back here. No, but that's the first thing I thought. I'm like, all right, if he's alive, like they really had to prep this thing. They would have had to prep it, unless the cops were like, yeah, sure, go in, cut his hands off. What do we care? Yeah, but then they still have to save his life after. Do they? What do they care? They killed Meep. Yeah. I know, but I feel like he's alive. I He's definitely alive. Yeah. He has to be alive. Yeah. I yeah. don't feel like He's it. just handless now. Right. Ugh. Is he going to have, like, hooks for hands? Hopefully. Oh. Maybe. Oh, maybe the same guy who made Elsa's legs can make him some arms and hands. How would he operate these hands? Well, same way they operate legs, right? No. No, you need All to be right. able to move fingers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's probably cut here. So we've seen, you know, handless. Yeah. Handless. There uh, was a handless man. Er, yeah, on in the beginning episode. of the episode. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm on the fence about it because I, I feel like. Alive. I don't know. Wouldn't it? Well, I guess because the dandy storyline hasn't been tied up. No. Exactly. And he's I, still like, uh, the twins come to that was to weird. Maggie. You thought it was weird. Okay, so the twins come to Maggie. Just random and. I'm going to tell you why it's not random. Yeah, I know it's and not random. And give her money to get a lawyer. They're like, take care of this, you dumb slut. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and find a lawyer. Reminds me of how I met your mother. There's really? That, yeah, side note. There was like this, that when J-Lo guested. Does anyone? Uh, no one cares about that show. We're not um, here to talk about that. But when she guested, she had a book that was like, would you look at yourself, you dumb slut. That was, that was the name of her self-help book. Yeah, anyway. Thank you for that. Um, Go ahead. Note. Um, and why it isn't out of left field is because the twins love Jimmy. I know, but I just thought it was And because they think that Jimmy loves the other woman that Jimmy loves is Maggie. Maggie. Well, she, it is. They want to help her. They want to help him indirectly. Yes. It's sort of like an unrequited love thing. They want, they're willing and ready to do anything to save the man that they love even if he's not going to love them back. I think it was, I, I don't mean it was random and like, oh, what are they doing there? I don't know. I mean like as in, what does it have to do with this episode? It's not like she took the money and took it and did something with it. Well, we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. yet. I mean, she might have used that money to get a train ticket up to the Museum of Oddities. We don't know. She needed to explain herself to Desiree before she did anything because yes. right. she was Desiree was going to kill her. <laughs> like yeah, I saw the fire him. in her eyes. Well, she said she was. She didn't know what she was going to do yet. She wanted to be with Theo. She yeah. wants to be with Theo and she wants to learn how to cook a pot roast. Yeah, but give the lady a break. She had to take care of that first before she, everything else. And I think that in the back of Maggie's head, she thought this entire time, "Oh, like we'll just we'll bail him out with this money, or or we can help him with this money." And but first, we need to take care of Stanley and get rid of him so that when I get him out, he can be safe. Exactly. exactly. But what she doesn't know is that, is that Stanley yeah. went to the jail cell and was like, hey, I'll get you a lawyer. Yeah. Oh, wait. Can we talk about the and lawyer? And we, we are going to talk oh, about yeah. the lawyer because yeah. I had Sarah look it up. Um, oh, yeah. And okay. oh, yeah. yeah. Talk about it because we're talking um, about well, it. So, yeah. So, Stanley says he's going to get him, uh, Jimmy, this famous lawyer. Yeah. Clarence, is it? And what was the. It was something. Hold on, now I have. Sarah's going to look it up, and he says it's the son of this famous lawyer who mm-hmm. um, did the monkey, who won has, the monkey trial, right? Which is something to do with the theory of evolution. Okay, it's so tell basically us. okay. Well, it's it's long. So summarize it. Okay, so basically, 
this guy is real. This is a this real case. Real. And yes, the lawyer done. was a real lawyer. I mean, I don't know like what to pick out from this. It's just so long. It, it Girl, has to do with. This. I skimmed it. And I was trying to watch the show, not look up history while I'm trying to watch. <laughs> okay, so it was a it was a, the Butler Law, which is what this case was fought against, was a law that was passed in the state of Tennessee in 1925, and it prohibited the teaching the evolution of theory within schools mm-hmm. um, and universities and things like that. And so this case was to fight to be allowed to teach this in schools and why it was called the monkey case was because of evolution darwin's theory of evolution it was um sure yeah okay and i guess because darwin studied monkeys i don't know like it doesn't really i don't get like how that pertains but okay maybe they just wanted it's to mention a famous name. lawyer yeah. you know yeah. i mean he's he's looking for uh his name was clarence darrow yes the son of Clarence the Darrow. son of Clarence Darrow. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, anyway, okay. it was a, it was an interesting little side note. Um, Again, bringing real people into the yeah. into this the situation. World, yes, which mm-hmm. I, I always appreciate. I mean, I have to say that, and maybe it's I mean, going on like last episode, I was like this too. Like I thought he was looking for sexual favors, not his hands, because they made it look like that. I mean, sort of, but the way that it was shot, he says, uh, he pans back and he says, I don't have anything of value to give you, and his hand is on the wall, and the camera and pans back and it focuses in on his bolt. hand. Mm-hmm. No, on his hand, on the wall. Ooh. <laughs> Sarah Huggins, no. <laughs> there was no bulge. Was it was no the hand bulge. on the wall. Yeah. I saw like I don't the way he was looking at him like I don't know yes I the just... way he was looking at him was a little sexual creeper <laughs> and yes when it comes to Stanley and men we're always thinking that he's gonna show him okay. his huge yeah. dong right. yeah but <laughs> clearly the way that this was shot this particular scene he okay, was after his it. hands and knowing Stanley right and after. what his ultimate goal no, is that makes sense but I briefly thought that it was going there for a second. It's I don't know. It's fine. Your mind works in mysterious ways. <laughs> she always thinks it's going to go there. Always. No Dude, matter who it is. With Dandy and Gloria, that was <laughs> dead on. That was about to happen. Yeah. I don't care what anybody no. says. But anyways. <laughs> so Stanley's number one motive is money. Is and money. And then boys. And then, and then men. Yeah. Men. Mm-hmm. The what. two M's. Ooh. Money and men. I don't and know. Massacres. I, I feel like... like Nothing else was Nothing really- else really happened. And the only other interesting thing that happened yeah. was when Pepper was in the library of the asylum and she was stacking the oh, magazines. Yeah. She pulls up a Life magazine. From 1958. From 1958, because it's, what, 1962 our- now. Uh-huh. And Reaction. Elsa's face is on the cover of it. And she, it says, Elsa is still the Friday night fixin' or something like that. 1952. 19- As opposed to 1958. It's 1958. Huh? It's 1962. Right. Wait, when we started in the freak show, wasn't it 1952? Yes, yes. but Pepper's in 1962. Okay. So right. a decade later, mm-hmm. less than a decade later, Elsa is famous. She does eventually end up on TV. Mm-hmm. But how? But well, we how? were all like, this what? She made it? Like all of us at the yes. same time were like, huh? We were like, she made it. And now here's the other question. Elsa made it. But Jessica Lange plays a character who looks strikingly similar in Asylum. 
I know. That's what, yeah. Oh. Sister Judy. I think? Sister Judy. Maybe. Do you think she just goes crazy in Hollywood and gets put into the asylum? Well, she hit she, she hit somebody well, with her she, car. Right. Oh my god. You remember that? that? Could totally mm-hmm. be. Yeah. Oh, and boy. that's why she like sort she was drinking a lot. It drove her to drink. I mean, I mean Elsa I'd love to see that. I'm just saying, like, we're, we're stretching, but where it's we are. a stretch. It's I not mean, that much they, of a stretch. it's not that much of a stretch because it's the same person. But do you think that that could have been Pepper her would like? Well, I don't know. We were already talking about <laughs> the fact that Elsa is practically a vampire. I mean, how old is she? Like, she's lived like 17 yeah. lives, <laughs> yeah. and so has Pepper. Pepper hasn't aged since she was 18. If she is Sister Jude, it's like, oh my god. Well, I mean, how many lifetimes can this woman lead? Like, I think that the the biggest reason behind all of that is, is that everyone else gets a younger actor to play themselves, and yes. Jessica Lange is like. Like tape it up. Yeah. Let's do this. Get me a fuller wig. Yeah. She looks good. Yeah, too. she looks great. Oh she God, looks amazing. Her skin looked amazing. amazing. It was like Love glowing. It's incredible. Erin, if you could do that I to me. Do that. <laughs> Like on make... nights out, just like tape it up. Yeah, you well, need to wear a wig to do that. Is it yeah. tape? Mm-hmm. You tape. Oh, it's, it's all tape and and string and. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like David. David told us about this. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, RuPaul yeah. likes to call it a system of weights and pulleys, and you put <laughs> tape in the places that you want to lift, and then there's strings that are attached to the you tape, and then it. they pull it back and tie it behind, which is why you need to wear a wig to I hide do the that. strings. And see what it looks like. All It'll right. look crazy, but we'll do, do it. it. We'll okay. do it. We'll then do it. Experiment um, on the show. Yeah. It also pulls out your hair when you yeah. take okay. it off. Well, I'm not gonna do not it. Gonna do it. <laughs> and it destroys your skin. Okay, great. Okay, well, that was good. So anyway, that was the episode. That was the episode. I feel like we have a lot to predict and maybe not so much news and gossip. Before we jump into that stuff, I I do want to talk about, um, you know, I I do hate to compare, and we sort of talked about it earlier on tonight, but the reasoning why we aren't as impressed with this season so far. Well, tell the people what you did in the past few weeks. It's not even the past few weeks. Okay, it like, the, like past the past week. past, like, few days. Oh, few days. So tell them what you David's did. David's got some time. David has time on his hands. Um, <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know, Coven has been released on Netflix. Yeah. And so I went back and I re-watched Coven. And the reason why I feel that season one, Murder House, and season three, Coven, were so successful as a whole were because those two stories were so focused mm-hmm. on one particular main storyline. Whereas season two and season four, Asylum and Freak Show, um, have jumped around so much. And it's sort of confusing to the viewers. I mean, at least to me, and I, I find myself to be, you know, just a, a regular viewer. I mean, granted, we're watching with a with a critical eye, but even going back and not watching with a critical eye, I find season two insanely difficult to watch because I can't follow the storyline. Yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a big back and forth. I mean, we had the same complaints about Coven. I like thinking back, I remember like specifically Oriana being like, there was so much information in this episode and there was so much. And, and there was a lot of information just, given to us. It's 
something that we deal with with this show, especially because it's a mini series, so we don't have uh, you know a, a full network season order mm-hmm. to, to sort of have everything be flushed out, and it has to be its own little package with a, a nice bow on it. Right. But I do get what you're saying, and I have not rewatched Coven, but I understand. It only takes a couple days. Yeah. <laughs> well, well. I mean, I think for me, it's like with Murder House and Coven. There was, like you said, that one idea where you get invested in that one idea, and everything's right. moving towards like that one idea. And, and in Freak Show, as soon as I find myself kind of getting into one storyline, it stops and changes, yeah. and yeah. it focuses on somebody else's storyline. I was like, I was just getting invested in that. Like, it loses you, mm-hmm. right? In my opinion. Yeah. So, and it's it's hard to to want to invest in some of these characters, which is why I find myself, you know, investing with one character and being so excited about that character, like this season, Dandy, mm-hmm. yeah, and being excited about his storyline. And when he's not there, I'm sort of like, why are we watching this episode? <laughs> it's hard, but it's hard to have all of the like. I mean, there are a lot of That's new characters, why. and it's hard to have them all right in one episode. You can't. You know, you can't have them all because they're all, like, commanding so much attention. You can't have them all in the same episode. So it's like, I mean, what would you... If you could do this season differently, what would you do? Would you cut some storylines? Would you... Uh, you know, I I feel like as much as I love him, mm-hmm. you could get rid of the dandy storyline. It's not central yeah. to the... The plot of the story. I mean, I hope it eventually becomes central. Yeah. I feel like they're working, like, with the connection with Jimmy, I feel like they're working him back into the freak show because he was there in the beginning. He was infatuated by the freaks. Mm-hmm. And then everything sort of disappeared. And then he got Bet and Dot. And then he went back to killing. And I feel like now he's threatening Jimmy. So he's coming back. Like, he should have just joined the freak show or, like, <laughs> run away to the freak show and then been there. And I feel like it would have been better than to have the separation. And then the whole thing with Twisty, it was like, we thought that was a big deal. Really, it wasn't. I mean, I know everyone loved him, but like, sorry, he doesn't matter. He doesn't. Like, and it was kind of a waste of time. I mean, it was a way for Dandy to to get introduced to right. his hobby. And right. it was a way for the network to really hype up this season. Right. Yes. The scariest season. It's definitely the most riveting mm-hmm. aspect of the show is Dandy's plotline. But maybe Ryan Murphy created so many characters for like the audience to kind of like pick out who you connect most with. And mm-hmm. that is the, like, the common theme of the show is we are all freaks. So what if he's like purposely... Okay. You know, giving us so many different storylines and so many different characters that, like, because if you read the comments on YouTube and all that stuff, it's it's somebody's always talking about like one person that they right. really like or one character that they're really latching on to. No, you're right. Yeah. So maybe, but I feel like if was... you did a poll of that just to play devil's advocate, it'd probably be like the same five that everybody talks about. Yeah, that's about. true too. You know, like no one's talking about how they identify with like certain characters. You know, they're just not. I'm a. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so let's move into predictions. Anyway, yes. Yeah. Predictions. And now, your after buzz TV. Predictions. Okay, so we have three episodes left. You didn't stay for the predictions, did you? No, I didn't stay for the preview. Okay. 
Or, but I am staying for predictions. Right I know. Now. Okay. All I was going to say is, so David and I, now I'm remembering. It was a private conversation. I couldn't, I can't ever remember if it's on air or off, <laughs> but it was a private conversation that David and I had about what's going to be happening. and With Neil Patrick Harris with and Neil David Patrick Burka. Harris mm-hmm. and David Burka. Mm-hmm. Because we knew that Neil would be in the last two and David would be in the last one. Mm-hmm. And David was saying that he was scared that... Me, David. Yes. Oh, you, David. <laughs> yes. Not NPH's not husband, who you're very jealous of. Anyways. No, I'm not. Um, so David was saying, and I don't mean to take up the entire time saying this, but David was saying, like, I hope it's not... Because we were like, God, we have so many characters, and I live for Neil Patrick Harris. Like, if he could just stand there, I would be fine with him being on. But he was like, I hope that, like, they're not just having him here to play like just some whatever character that like is you know could be anyone like just to like basically stunt cast and get you to watch Mm want to watch this you know Mm -hmm. and based on the preview (laughs) I almost I think you're partially right in a sense where like he was the entire preview in my opinion yeah it looks like actually it's trending on Facebook and Twitter right now yeah that's people are going crazy over this right and and I feel like the reason that they did that and the reason why they went to the fall season finale on this episode and are coming back with Neil Patrick Harris is just to get people to watch again well, yeah, and also he was supposed to be on Murder House. He was supposed right. to be Zachary right. Kimto, right? So mm-hmm. Which throughout these been more years, like. he's been wanting to be on the show, and they're trying to figure out with Ryan Murphy. Like, So it wasn't more of, I love the show, please put me on. Uh, well, I do think that his sure. character is fitting because he's playing a magician, right. and Neil, Neil is actually a magician, yeah. a member of the Magic Castle in Amazing. Hollywood. Yes. Um, and so I do like that aspect of it because I'm sure he'll be doing his own magic, which is really exciting. Ooh. Yeah, that's um, great. Yeah, like I'm, I'm really excited for that. Sure. He's obviously taking over the freak show, so that's something also to be excited about. We know that Elsa is sort of making her grand exit, mm-hmm. um, and Neil is is sort of taking over and being. The new blood and revamping things. I think so. Maybe gonna, Neil will be. Dot, he's got a little romantic thing. The, with the new savior. I just feel like what what is there to predict? The preview showed everything we need to know. I hope we're still surprised, but we know no that- Dandy really in the preview though, right? Yes, Pega. I predict God. that he's going to magically bring Jimmy's hands back. Oh. oh my god, that <laughs> would be amazing. Can you imagine? He like, puts a little like... Like he's a real magician? <laughs> yeah. Like he's actually like he a has, real one. Out yeah. of all those people, he's legit. He's like a he's legit like a sorcerer. Warlock. And that's the connection to Coven. What's with oh the, my god, that's imagine? so true. What's with that's the dolls like, though? Oh my god. Uh, the puppets. The, which is another thing that, again, I'm very freaked out by. It was like clowns, now you're going to go with puppets? Puppets, puppets are really freaky to me. Oh, yeah, yeah Dandy, has, Dandy has been fascinated with marionettes this entire season. Well, then maybe there's the connection, David. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like we should just... I don't know. I don't really have anything to predict. Me neither. Like, I'll comment on YouTube when you guys start talking. I want to hear what you have to say, because obviously you rewatched the preview and we ran into here to record the show. Right. Okay, so one (laughs) quick fan freak of the week Mm -hmm. on Twitter, at um, Tom Valentine Art. Awesome. Isn't that his name? I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. Yes. What did he say that you especially? No, nothing. Liked? He's always he's tweeting us all, and he he always like has little his nice things to say, and he 
That's very nice. Oh, and apparently John, one of our fan freaks, John, yeah. tweeted Dennis O'Hare. And oh, Dennis yeah. O'Hare tweeted yeah. at us. Yeah. Uh, that was awesome. That a good episode great. for him, too. Yeah. yeah. That was a great episode. That was a great episode. Very nice. I'm going to miss right. you guys for two weeks. I am going to miss you guys, too. So where can everybody find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Pegarad. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jillian Leff. And you can also... Find me in the new year on The Fosters on Monday nights. Ooh, Ooh fancy. Um, I'm at Sarah on the go on Twitter with Sarah with an H and at SarahBear627 on Instagram. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at you can call me Skiff. So from everyone here at the AfterBuzz TV family, I'm going to wish you a happy holidays and we will see you in the new year. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 